Alrighty, Shalom Ubracha friends, thank you so, so much for joining. One second, just going to finish setting things up here for a minute. Alrighty, ah, Penny, so good to see you in for just a second. Thank you so much for joining. It's been a very long period of time since we got to learn together. I hope that everybody had the most remarkable Tishrei experience from Rosh Hashanah through Tim Kippur, through the Sukkis. Hashanah Rabbah, Shmini Atzeres. And before we jump into the Torah that we're going to be learning, it's a very unique, very unique Torah. And I'll speak a little bit more about it in a minute. But I just want to mention a feeling that a lot of Chavra have oftentimes when it comes to this time of year. And hopefully we all had an exhilarating experience with all the Yamim Toivim and all the mitzvahs and the Sukkah and the Dalad Minim and all the Hargashos, those feelings on, on Simchas Torah, Hashanah Rabbah. I hope that we had the privilege of davening in Minyanim where you can feel all of the emotions that these tefillahs are supposed to serve as vessels for. And then there's a certain feeling that people often have where we come out of that and there's a sentiment like, where do we go from here? Like, what's, what's next? And what are we left with? And how can we go from such a high all of a sudden to like, we're taking down the sukkah and it's, it's, it's a little bit sad and it's a little bit like you feel maybe even like, depre- it's like depressing a little bit. And, um, oh wow, thank you so much for joining. So, right, so this is like an interesting thing. What, what, what happens now? And so I was speaking with somebody earlier today and I was so happy that he was my of this because it came out in conversation and I, it just, it popped into my head to say this and I think that it's very strong and I've been mechazik myself with this a lot. You know, in, in colleges, especially higher colleges, Ivy League colleges, at the end of a long period of time of study, a couple of years in Chevar going for either very prestigious law degrees or medical degrees, at the graduation, there's something called a commencement Ceremony. They even refer to the graduation at the very end as the commencement. And they have commencement addresses, lengthy addresses, that sort of reflect on the previous years and talk about the future. The future, the future, the future. To commence means to begin. And graduation, of course, comes at the end of a process of study. But the reason they call it a commencement is because the whole reason you were in this program is so that ultimately you can come to a place where now you've been educated enough or now you know enough where you can take everything you've learned and apply it. And so in a certain way, it's the end, but Gewalt, it's the beginning. It's a commencement, right? It's the end of that period of study, but ultimately that whole time that you were learning was only to realize that you were only ever going somewhere. It was only a stop along the way. And so in a certain way, all the Chagei Tishrei, it's like a little bit of a college. It's like a little bit teaching us how to be a Jew, how to have Rosh Hashanah, just the premise is is the realization of of the Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch, the Maluch of HaKadosh Baruch, to be Mekabal Ol Malchus Shemayim upon ourselves. In Kippur, we ask for Slicha, Mechila and Kapara. It's very much Yira-oriented. And we're afraid, and there's Yiras Chait, and we realize that this is not what I want to do, this is not how I want to live. And the Sukkot, of course, is tremendous, tremendous pouring of Ava. The whole Sukkot is Mayim. The whole thing, Nisach HaMayim, and and Simcha's Beis HaShueva, to draw the Mayim. Mayim is Ava, it's love, it's flowing, it's flowing forth with incredible force of Ava, Rabba to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Eishana Rabba, and in Shemini Atzerah, Simcha's Torah, V'samachta B'chagecha, the Chag of Simcha, and the Dalad Minim, shaking, Kolatz Moisai Tamarna, and so on and so forth. But ultimately, it's not that 
we come out of that period of time and we're left with nothing, we come out of that period of time and we're left with that period of time inside of us, inside of our hearts. And the Dalad Minim, like my Rebbe Rabbi Feldman teaches, the Dalad Minim become embodied. All of those limbs and all of those Avari Haguf that the Dalad Minim correspond to now actually become embodied in a sense that my lave is now an Esrik. I didn't put down the Esrik, the Esrik became a part of me. And my spine is the Lulav. And my lips is the Adasim, and the eyes are the Aravas. And so it's not that we're departing from it, we've inculcated it, and now we really move into the Iker, which is the winter which is dark, which is no chagim all the way until Hanukkah. It's a long stretch now. And that this is the pinnacle of what it is to be a Jew. It's just the mundane, regular, nine to five, day to day, husbands, fathers, friends, community members, being a person, being a human being, working, all of the different inyanim of what it is to be human. That's the pinnacle. It's a, bit, it's a shift. That's the essence. It's not that the yamim naram, like this is it, and then the rest of the year is downhill from there. Adarabha. This is the commencement. Now we're beginning. So with that hakdama, it's such a privilege to jump into the third year of the inner dimension uh, shir. What a privilege, mamish. And we're going to be learning a very, very special lesson today. Mamish, very special. And just by way of hakdama to what this Torah is and what Sefer this Torah is from and what we're going to be doing this year with the Sefer. So Bezer Hashem, I'll announce it a little bit later today, tonight, maybe tomorrow, that this year I'm going to be partnering with Meaningful Minute, the Siyat Nachi Gordon's program that reaches tens of thousands of Jews, mamish, all over the world. It's something so special and phenomenal. And so I'm going to be partnering with Nachi and Meaningful Minute on a very special series of Parsha videos based on the Torah of the Tasha Rebbe. The Tasha Rebbe was Niftar a couple of years ago from Montreal. One of the, one of the Chavers said he's tuning in from Canada, so it's not, not from Toronto, it's not so far from you. And the Eilika Tasha Rebbe has a Sefer called Avoida Savoida. There are many different volumes in the Sefer. There's Dibris Kaidish, Piskami Kaidish, Sichas Kaidish, Imris Kaidish. But this particular Sefer, I have it sitting right over here, it's called Piskami Kaidish, Avoida Savoida. And it has a couple of shorter pieces on every single parsha. It's a three volume set, this particular edition of Avoida Savoida. And the most unique Torahs, and I'd learned a, a little bit from the Tashareb in the past, but now that I was preparing, I had to learn the whole Sefer Bereshis because we're shooting on, on Sunday morning for the whole Sefer Bereshis. I had to prepare and writing up scripts the past week. So I was, I was just learning this, carrying the Sefer with me wherever I went. And um, it's incredibly unique. It's incredibly unique. This Sefer is incredibly beautiful and unique. And I think one of the most beautiful things about the Sefer is that it's deep, and it's theological and it's theoretical. Not theoretical, but it's very, very deep. But it's super practical. And every Tyra, he, at the end, shows us how he can take these ideas and how he can mamish put it into practice in the simplest, most wondrous way. And I can tell you on a personal level, the Avodah Hashem that, uh, that, that I've been able to draw from the Sefer and the Slavos and the Chiyas and the Passion and the Fire and the Hadracha and the Eitz and the Yashras, the Yerushamayim that comes out of every word in the Sefer, it's Mamish changed my life. My, mamish, my life is being changed all the time, hopefully. But literally, the Sefer is a game changer. So we're going to be learning a lot from the Sefer, both in the context, hopefully, if you're on Meaningful Minute, and I'll be sharing them also via LPI, but hopefully via those five-minute, six-minute videos every single week. But 
in the context of our Parsha share, I'm going to be drawing a lot from this Sefer because it's, in my opinion, it should be a classic. And if you can get your hands on the Sefer and learn it, uh, we're going to be doing one piece, but there's about six or seven or four or five. Every, every week has a bunch of different pieces. It's so Kedai. It is so Kedai. It's sweeter than honey, as you'll see. And so even though this is a piece that I only recently learned a couple of days ago, it might be one of my favorite pieces in, in Hasidus, Bechlal. And I really mean that. And I say that about every, every piece that I learn. But I really mean it about this piece. I really think that it's one of the most foundational pieces, one of the sweetest pieces. And so without further ado, let's jump into this teaching from the Sefer Avodah Savoidah. I'm going to share my screen so we can see it together. It's a lot, but it's also very, it'll, it'll flow, as you'll see. Okay, so let me just open this up here one second. Okay. So let's jump in. I hope that you're with me. I don't see any of your faces, but I see your names. And the name of a person contains the whole person. And so it's a privilege, Mamish, to be sitting with you. And thank you all for joining me. What a schus. What a schus. Sefer Bereshis. Parshas Bereshis. What a privilege. Hischadshis to start fresh. Unbelievable. So let's dive in. Says the Heli Gatasha Rebbe Schus Yagunaleinu. Bereshis Bara Elikimas Hashemayim Vesa'aretz on the very first Pasuk. Kvar Dik Farshim. He says that the Mefarshim analyze this Pasuk and they wonder, bara. Why is the word bara used in the context of the creation of heaven and earth? The Hebrew language is so phenomenal, is so incredible, that there are many concurrent words that you can use for any, any given idea. And so the word create or made has a bunch of different options. We can use bara. We can use yatsar, we can use asa, all of which are forms of words that mean to create. So why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu begin the Torah with Bereshis bara elekimas hashmaimas arts with this form of a word that means to create? And he says a stronger kasha is, is that if you would find the word bara consistently used throughout creation applied across every single pratiistic creation, beautiful. So then we'd still have a question, but at least it would be consistent. But the question gets so much stronger when the Pasik says, Hashem Adam, right? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu formed man. So if in the context of man the word yatsar is used, then why in the context of the creation of, of, nat- of the natural world is the word bara used? And the same question is the opposite. Why isn't the word bara used when HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates man and he fortifies this understanding that Yitzira has a particular relationship with man like we say, Vayasim Shamas Adam Asher Yatsar. Again, that, that, that word yatsar is used a second time and all of us say this incredible bracha that we make over this wonder of being able to use the facility we come out of the bathroom and we say Asher Yatsar Es Adam again the word Yatsar is used and not the word Bara why the distinction and he says it's also brought in the what a privilege to learn Torah what a Simcha to learn Torah what a privilege the Torah is so clear and it's so deep and it's so MS and we need nothing else. What a privilege. So he says, it's brought in the Holy Hashem." This incredible thing that Hashem has different terms and different forms through which he reveals himself that are called the different shemas of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's the shem Havaya, Yud Kevavke, which is associated with Chesed. And there's the shem Elokim, which is associated with Gvura, with Din. So why does it say Bereshis Bara Elokim and not Bereshis Bara Yud Kevavke Hashem Vechein Bechol Seder Habriel Inisker Shem Havaya? We do not see throughout the entire creation of the physical, natural world with all of its components that the word Yud Kevavke is used. Only the word Elokim 
Shemayim, Vayarolukim as archetype, and so on and so forth throughout creation. Why? Again, the distinction that over here in creation, the, the name Elohim is used as opposed to the name Yudkevavke. So here he answers these two questions, and he says we can explain this, what siyat Shmaya, an incredible ashkacha, the whose yard site is right now in Eretz Yisrael. Already the yard site is in the world, even if you're not privileged to sit in Yerushalayim, even though you're all here with me on some level, but if you're not physically here, still the yard site is in the world. The yard site is in the world, today, tomorrow, the 25th of Tishrei. So the Heilig of says, Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in, in his world, again the word bara, this is what Chazal say, it's a, it's a mission of Avos, it's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, I believe. Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in his world, he created for his kavod. So again, why is the word bara used if we could also say Why is this word bara used again to refer to the creation of the physical world? And he answers Listen to this, it's so deep. I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite pieces of Hasidus. Maybe if not the, I think it's so fundamental. And okay, you could say this about a thousand different teachings, but really if you had one teaching to teach someone that really encapsulates like all of Hasidus, the depth and the clarity and the broad mindedness and the big picture focus, it's mamish this piece. It's mamish. This is a piece to take home. It's not just, you know, it's another great example of how Hasidus and the Tashra Rebbe makes this point in another parsha in, in Lech Lecha. But it's not just like the Baal Shem didn't come to the world to say little cute vertlach and different psukim. The Baal Shem came to the world to transform our consciousness with all of these different teachings that communicate essentially the same message, the same message at the core. And this teaching, Mamash encapsulates that message. So what a privilege. So he says over here, he wants to answer this question as well, which again is reflective of the question that we began with. The Pasuk says in Yeshaya, It's a Pasuk that says, Baruch who created light, and over here the word Yatsar is used, Yatsar, and a Kaddish Baruch who creates darkness, and over here the word Boire is used. Okay, so now we can start to understand a little bit more about the distinction between Yatsar and Bara. Yatsar is connected to light. Bara is, is used in association with darkness. So reason to believe that by understanding the distinction between light and darkness, we can then understand the difference and distinction between Yatsar and Bara, which are associated with these two elements. And the Rambam says, Why is the word Yatsar used in the context of the creation of light? Why is that? Okay, so here we come to the answer. It's only in the creation of light that we can use this word Yitzira. Why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu formed light. Light was formed. Light was fashioned. Both um, uh, uh, translations of the word Yatsar. Formed and fashioned as an independent creation that has its own features, that does something that's positive in nature in terms of what it's supposed to do in the world. 
It has a function, therefore a purpose, a positive purpose. You can't say the same thing about darkness. Because darkness doesn't have its own positive form. Darkness is only created in the void of light. Darkness doesn't have its own actual creative element. There was darkness in the beginning of the world. doesn't say that a Kaddish Baruch who created darkness. There just was darkness. Darkness is only the void of light. In the vacuum of light, we have darkness. It's actually interesting because the Machlech is Rishonim about this. I think Machlech is between the Ramban and the Rambam with regard to whether Choshech is its own creation. But the Rambam over here speaks about the element in which Choshech is only the, the void of light. That's why we're able to use the word in the Lashon of creation that means Boire. Why? Because the word Bara means to create, but it's also associated, like most words in Lashon HaKodesh, have many, many different associative meanings, right? And they're able to relate to so many different terms that have the same letters, and that's able to tell us the nuanced beauty of this one word that it has so many different facets to it based on its relation to other similar words. So what's the word boire related to? He says the word boire is related to the word stabur. Stabur. Or a bar, a pit. But stabur means an empty field. It's a Gemara in Erevin. Shepirusha stayrekon, an empty field. A person that's devoid of knowledge, a person that is an Amaaris is called a boor. Why? Because he's empty. The word bar is an empty pit. It's a vacuum. It's a vacancy. What is a pit? A pit is nothing, right? A pit is created memela, like Choshech is created memela, when you go ahead and extract earth from a certain place. Good, you have a pit. Where's the pit? The pit is in the void. There's a very, very deep concept. And this is why we say, Because darkness is only the lack of light. Just like a pit is a lack of earth. Just like an empty field is called a stabur. Just like a person that's devoid of intellect is called a bur. In bur This is the Lushan boire. It's related to the word bur. Vezeu u boire that's how Choshech is created, is in the void and in the vacuum of light. Okay, so now we understand what the word bara is. So now let's try to bring it back to the first question. Why does that Kaddish Baruch Hu use the word bara in the context of the creation of heaven and earth? But he uses the word yatsar in the context of the creation of Adam. Listen to this brilliant thing. Mom is so deep and so sweet and so delicious and precious. Again, was yard site is tonight. The Heliger Berditch versus Chosi Agnolenu. Alpidus Yisod explains that Maimer is Maimer Hanal. Call Mashe Bara Hakadosh Baruch Hu Ba'Elamai. Whatever Hakadosh Baruch Hu created in this world, with the word Boyre, 
He only created, now we understand what the word bayre means and what the connotation of what the word bayre is, but we'll get to that in a second. He says, ah, he created it for his glory. Now here's the answer. How did God create the world? He didn't create the world in an active sense until he had first taken a formative act, the primordial act, or the first act in creation, even before a Shemaim and an Aretz were created, even before Bereshis. What was the first act that a Kaddish Baruch Hu did, Chavra? Now Rizal tells us, Tzimtzum, contraction, constriction, the creation of a void within the center point of infinity, whatever this means, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu removed himself, Kibiyachal, at least from our perspective, there's the Soda symptoms, the Soda Bechira, it's very deep, but from our perspective, God removed his presence from this void, and then he drew down a kav, he drew down one line of godliness, along which all of the worlds were created. But the world exists within a void, within a Hester Panim. The creation of the world was a function of a Kaddish Baruch Hu constricting his presence. And he hid himself in garment after garment after garment. And he hid himself within the creation, a creation that gives off the impression of its being independent, but this independence is only a function of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's having removed himself from this world. right? And he says, what was the function of this? It should appear like the world is misnag b'derech ha-teva. That the whole world is just running on its own for the purpose of Bechira, to give us that ability to choose actively as we're going to learn to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, to reveal His light in the world, as we're going to see in a minute. says the Tzaddik, therefore Nikres Habriya B'Shem Oilam. That's why the world is called Oilam. Because the word oilam also means a world, but it connotes hiddenness. It could also mean a form of the word he'elam, to be hidden. This means to say, How was creation even formed in the first place? It was through HaKadosh Baruch Hu hiding his light from everybody, from everything. So what's the point though? What's the reason for this whole process that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took of hiding himself in creation, of removing his light, so to speak, to make room for an independent creation and for the consciousness of humanity to descend into this world and need to choose to follow after HaKadosh Baruch Hu against the very real option of denying his presence? Why? Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do this? So that a person should search for HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically from behind this concealment. And even behind the concealment and the darkness, the void of godliness and of godly light that this world is an expression of. This is the sum total, it's the mission statement. Maybe this is why it's the first piece in the Sefer. And the first piece in Bereshis, this is it. This is the Bereshis, this is the Aleph Bez of Yiddishkeit. 
that this is exactly what our whole mission is, and what all the mitzvahs are for, and what Liman Atayra is for, and what all of the different elements of Yiddishkeit are for, is for the purpose of enabling us to further and further and further reveal in every generation and through every year and every cycle of the year and all the different mitzvahs that we go through in our own lives and throughout the cycle of the days and weeks and months and so on and so forth, is Ach Virak for the purpose of playing this game of hiding or seek with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu from behind the Hester like the Ditchover himself said, you and I are playing a game of hide and go seek, and I find you everywhere. And I find you everywhere. That's the tachlis of our avoda in this world. This is the mission statement. This is exactly why we begin the year. We started this year with this. This is why we begin every year with the Yaman no Ra'im that reinforce these concepts. Malchuscha malchus kalalayman. Ribbanishlam, I want to reveal your malucha from beyond the physical appearance of this world. I don't want chait, that's Yim Kippur. Adarab, a sukkis. I take a sukkah, I take a few little physical walls and physical plants and schach, and bamboo, and, 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 and physical minim, and I conquer the physical world with it. And I turn a little dalad amas of my deck, of my porch, of my parking lot, wherever I build a sukkah in my backyard, and I conquer it, and it becomes mamish kanfei ashchina. Because that's what the sum total or the, uh, total or the culmination of this college, right? This training process that's called Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, that now... We've learned how to conquer the physical world, how to conquer the human condition to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. Now we march into the rest of the world for this purpose, to actually live it. And like I said before, the winter is the pinnacle. Adarab of Adarab. It's Mamash the pinnacle. Hanukkah is the pinnacle. It's the sof of the sof because we reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence dafka in the darkest depth, dafka in the humanity of our condition. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want Malachim. How many of us felt like Malachim and Simchas Torah and Yom Kippur? And it's beautiful to taste that for a little bit but that's not what Hashem wanted. Because in the upper world, it's always Yom Kippur. <laughs> the reason why we wear white in Yom Kippur and the reason why, Mamish, you know, we stand in these long Shemana Esri's with our feet together is because we're doyim no achila, no shsiyah, and it's very beautiful. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Yom Kippur in all the worlds if he wanted it. He didn't want that. He wanted the winter. He wanted a rainy day when you're schlepping to Mariv at 5.30 and it's just, it's so dark and it's so cold and it's frigid and there's no inspiration. And just the regular nine to five work day or whatever it is that we're doing and our parenthood and etc. All of those elements of human life, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. For what purpose? To find HaKadosh Baruch Hu everywhere. To reveal His presence in the depth. That is what this whole thing is about. The whole thing. And now we could understand the word bara is used. What is bara? Bara is miloshin bar. Bar is miloshin bur. Bar is miloshin stay bur. This empty field, this element of darkness that's created not by virtue of its being fashioned as an independent creation, but only as a function of a lack of light. Now we could understand why the word boire is used in the context of this that we're charged with revealing Hashem's covet in a world. What kind of world? A world in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so hidden. A world which is an inning of Kal Masha Bara HaKadosh Baruch is Behelem. Helem is hidden. And the inning of the Bara is the inning of Bar. It's a world that's created Dafka through the constriction of light, through the contraction of light. So everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in his world in a way of bar, in a way of this nikuda of emptiness to, to remove his light from the world or conceal his light from the world, 
that it should appear we skipped a line. This that God created a world that appears to be empty. That we can't find God. That HaKadosh Baruch was concealed. You know why he did this? The reason that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this is to enable us as independent human consciousness beings in this world to reveal his malchus and his glory and his presence in the world. This is the tar of the Bredich around the yard sites. What a privilege. And this is also this nukuda that we say, and we should bless us, we should be by many, many weddings, and those that need to find their zivik should find their zivik bakar of mamish, and we should dance at each other's weddings, preferably here in Yerushalayim. So we say, again, that's this sod of why we say of course, now we can understand our first question. Our pasuk, the very first pasuk in the Torah, it doesn't say because over here it's a reference to this nekuda in which Hakadosh Baruch who created a world where He is hidden and where He is silent and where He does not communicate to us openly and in a way of revelation in this dar at least. Hashem created the world dafka in such a way, in a way of bar, in a way that looks like it's devoid and empty of godliness, in a way in which everything that's created in the created world is a is is an extension of a Kaddish Baruch who's having emptied out this place within his godliness from that godly light, Kibiachal. In such a way, so it should appear as if it's empty of him. And that's why in this world, all we see is physical matter. Everything that covers over. And we get sucked into thinking that this world exists in and of itself. And we spend all of our time worrying about this system and that thing and this, all in politics. We forget like what? What, what is this world even here for? Like what, what is this thing called sight and called speech and called listening and so on and so forth? All of these things and we get dragged into the physicality and the chitzonius of living. And we forget about why we're really here. As an extension of Bereish's bara elikim, that it's yoytzer ar uboyrei chayshech. That it's an Indian of a bar, of a pit, of state boor. Memeila va'aretz hayshes soyu v'vayu v'chayshech. This world and the earth, as the pasuk tells us, was soyu v'vayu was incredibly vacant. V'chayshech and there was darkness. O peres Rashi, Hakadosh Heliger Rashi says, "What's toyu v'vayu? Shalom toye u'mishtoyim al boyu shabai." Toyu means to be bewildered, and boyu 
means emptiness. That a person stands in amazement at how empty this thing is. Boyu lashen reikos, how empty it is, boyu. How many of us we go through our lives and at certain points when we wake up like the vice story and the story of the lost princess and we wake up for a second and we ask ourselves we're in a state of because we look around and we say to ourselves how could it be that this world is so empty of godliness how could it be that we live in such a physical world how could it be that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is so hidden all of which is an extension of Barash's Bara Elikim as Sashmaimis Haaretz. The Haaretz, Haisasayu Vavayu. Therefore, we stand in amazement and bewilderment over the Gashmias of the world, over the emptiness that the world seems to be devoid of godliness. Now, how did it happen? And why did it happen? Amar, that's the next few words, Vayoimer Elikim, Yehiar, Vayehiar. Listen to this brilliant way of reading the Pasik, however, it changes the way we read this Pasik. And it changes the whole Yiddish kind. And we could always just go back to the basics. If we could always just go back to the first Pasik in the Torah to refresh ourselves. It's a little bit of an injection of the Chage Tishrei. That's why we read Barashas right after this. It's the same Nakuda. It's a little bit Yom Kippur and Sukkis and, and Rosh Hashanah wrapped into this one Pasik. Says the Tasha Rebbe, this word This is a reference to the process of constriction through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world by removing himself. Why does Vayihi or why is Vayihi a reference to that process? Because Chazal say in Megillah, that the word Vayihi is a reference to Tsar. It's a reference to, and Tsar itself shares the letters Tsadi Resh, of course, which means narrowness, which means constriction. So he reads the words Vayihi R as a constriction of light. Vayihi is constriction. R is the divine light that filled everything before HaKadosh Baruch Hu went ahead and removed himself, Kiviyacha, from that place. And so, again, let's go back to the beginning. Bereshis Bara Elohim. How were heaven and earth created? Through the process of bara, which is an inning of bar, which is an inning of Hashem emptying out this place, so to speak, of His godliness. And therefore, Therefore, humans experience the world in a way of toihu vavayu, like Rashi tells us, like a person who stands in amazement and bewilderment over how empty this world appears of godliness. Toihu vavayu. Now, how did all this happen? Ah, it's because vayoymer elikim yehiar. It's because HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded and HaKadosh Baruch Hu thought and planned and dreamed and wanted for this world to be created in a way of a yehiar, of a constriction of light, and this is all the creation of the natural, physical world where the word bara is used, and as we'll see, where the word elokim is used, which is mora all the time, which hints to Hester, to covering over, to Midas Hadin, to the Indian of Tsar, to the Indian of Vayehi, Vayoymer Elikim, Yehi Ar, of Tsar, Vayehi Ar, which is the Nakuda of Bria of Boire. But when man shows up on the scene, 
Now we're able to utilize this terminology of Yitzira by Yatsar, Asher Yatsar, Why? Because what does man represent? What are we here for? Ki Adam Nivra or Hashem Because our entire task and our entire mission is to search for the godliness that's hidden in creation. And to reveal that in the world looks and we're astounded on this that the world seems to be empty and devoid of godliness in the Indian of a bar like a pit it looks like it's empty of godliness devoid of light the MS this world doesn't conceal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This world reveals HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the entire purpose of man, period. Mam is just encapsulated within this one little word, Vayatsar, Asher Yatsar Esa Adam. To make a blessing over the functionality of the human body that enables a person to eat food and to release waste and so on and so forth, very lowly processes. But we come out of the restroom and we dafka use this terminology in the bracha because this is the pinnacle of what it is to be a Jew. Asher yotzar esa adam. To reveal the godliness dafka, not despite, but through the natural functionality of our human, of our human functionality and also that of the world. And to come to the realization and the awareness that there's no place devoid of him. Even though it looks that way, but the job of a Jew is to develop new eyes. The Pasuk says, To develop brand new eyes and a brand new way of looking at the world to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu everywhere and to realize that even though there was a symptom of the truth is that that vacant space is still filled with godliness and that the world reveals God much more than it conceals his presence of a Jew looks at the world as in a way of the tzaddikim and through their lens that they gift us in their teachings he can find Hashem everywhere like the Berdichever said a big game of hide and go seek and I win all the time I win because I find you everywhere I look like we briefly mentioned, that's why throughout the creation, what word is used only? Elohim. Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. What's Elohim? That hints to concealment. That hints to judgment. Because that's how the world was created. That the R should be constricted. A limit, a boundary. But guess what? Not just is the word Yatsar used in the creation of man. But the other name of Hashem is also used only in the creation of man by Yatsar Havaya Elokim. Both terms are used in the creation of man, hinting to man's mission. 
Kan Kvar Nizgar Gam Shem Havaya, this name of Rachamim, this name of revelation, this name of Hispashtus, Hamoyral Gilu Ha'ar, the revelation of light, Kia Adam Ayide Avoidosai Megala. Do you know why man was created? To reveal that Bisoy Hatsimchum Shal Shem Alekim, that within and underneath the concealment of the name Alekim, Meir Ar Shem Havaya, the light of Yudke Vavke is shining. And that's why the word Yatsar is used in the context of man, because Yatsar Ar Ubayre Yoitzer Ar. Man was created, Asher Yotzer, to reveal the light within the Bereshis Bara Elikim, Bayre Choshech, within the darkness and the apparent illusion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's removal of his light from that void within which the world was created, that the name Havaya Elohim is used in the creation of man because this is our whole task, to reveal the Havaya from behind the veil of Elohim, Nimsa. Listen to this, 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 uh, this, this line. Underline this a billion times. This is it. If we can remind ourselves of this every minute, every minute, that the tachlis avoidas ha'adam ba'olam is shabachol inyan may inyan ha'olam shu oisik bahem. That anything that a person is engaged with on any level of human functionality and the human experience, lo yabet ala davar kamoishu nirle enagashmi. Do not look upon that thing. And I bless myself and all of you, but primarily myself. I'm speaking always to myself that I hope that I don't look at things in a way of gashmi, only the physical, external level. Elias boyin. Isn't this what the whole thing is about? What all of Yiddishkeit is about? What the whole Derech of the Baal Shem Tev is about? Is to look at the panemias, to look at the interiority, to look at the hidden light that's beyond the veil of the physical world. Who is present in this world more than anything is present? Karav Ata Hashem, Karav Mikol Karav, like the Ibn Ezra says. Mamish revealed. Karav Hashem, Mikol Karav, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're so close. And to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu hidden and neslabish within that element. Who's bringing this to life? Who created this apple in my hand? Like Rabbi Victor Miller. Who created this? Who created that there should be a concept of heaven and earth? and circumstances, and situations, and people, and so on and so forth, not simply to go through it, oh, you know, yeah, this is life. No, but it's so deep, it's so deep. And this world could conceal God, but this world could reveal God, and it's up to us. Bifrat, he says, or, or rather, and a person should be mechav, and I'm, I'm engaged in this activity to connect to the hidden godliness that's concealed within this activity. Specifically, when it comes to things that have an element of pleasure for the body, a person has to be so careful when a person eats and whatever a person sees and so on and so forth. Not to simply be drawn after the and the gashmi, which is relating to a person's external identity that is drawn after this thing. And not to enjoy this thing for his own pleasure. Is to always have that consciousness and to say, I'm engaged in this act of eating or sleeping or whatever it is throughout the human experience so that I can reveal the godliness that's latent 
in this experience. So that I can find Hashem through this experience. That I can find Hashem through this taste and through this dinner and through this drink and so on and so forth. That I I can reveal and be conscious of the fact that everything that I chew, everything that I'm eating, that we should eat mindfully, slowly and chew things and to think while we're chewing different tastes, be be aware of the different tastes. Realize that every single tiny little distinction in the tastes of food and textures of food and colors of food, and, and this is just eating, it's for everything. Is nislabish the midos of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Chesed is something sweet, and gvura is something spicy, and so on and so forth. And a person can get to a level where a person eats, and if it's hard to do this for a whole meal, the first bite. Close your eyes, take that bite, and eat it slowly, mindfully, consciously, and to be able to reveal Hakadosh Baruch Hu through that act of eating. Mamish kipshuta, umizen through this megalik foid malchus ba'olam. Through this, we reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's covenant in the world. That loy bara oilamai, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu only created everything in the world in a lashon of bara, a bayri chayshech, is only elalichvaydai. Vizel Kavanas called birchas anenen, and he says this is the reason why we have brachas, not for some dogmatic thing to rattle off kemitzvah sanashim alumada in a way of chitzonius, in a way of the six sons, but rather chazal were mesakin shetiknu lan chachamim chazal were mesakin brachas kedilegalus al yadam to enable us to use these tools to reveal yadavar shabale hanis mimenu that whatever I'm about to enjoy, whether it's food, whether it's a nice smell, whatever birchas anenen that we make on wine and so on and so forth, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who am a chayu, to reveal this, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is present in this experience, that Hashem created this, and He created it for me, and He exists, and He's real, and He's present. Again, this whole piece is back to basics. First Pasuk in the Torah, most elemental, foundational idea in all of Yiddishkeit, the, the mission statement of a Jew. So he says, let's look at the brachas that we make. Let's focus on the words. Baruch ata Hashem elekeinu melech Let's take it word for word. Baruch hulashan hamshacha. The word baruch means blessed are you, are, right? And there's different machlokes among the Rishonim of what exactly we're saying when we say baruch ata Hashem. Hashem is the makar hamshacha or blessing Hashem kiviachal and so on and so forth. But he says... On a deeper level, the word Baruch can mean to draw, Hamshacha, to draw down, Miloshin, Brecha, like Brecha is a channel, Hamamshecha says Hamayim, irrigation channel, is called a Brecha. Miloshin Chazal, Hamavrich es Hagefen, a person who plants a vine very deeply in the ground, to draw down into something. Vizahu Baruch, Rebana Shalalam, I'm making a Bracha, to reveal that the reason that I'm eating this food, the primary consciousness of why I'm engaging in this activity is Baruch, is to be Mamshich, Shitzarach Laham Shuch is to reveal Ki Ata Hashem Elokeinu. Baruch, Ata Hashem Elokeinu. I am making a bracha now to reveal that my eating of this food is only to reveal within the world that ata havaya elikenu perish that underneath the garment of your hiddenness underneath the garment of your constriction underneath the garment of your concealment of barish's bara elokim you you're hidden there that's what i'm making a bracha baruch to be mamshich that ata hashem Elekeinu, that underneath the garment of Elekeinu is Ata Hashem. It's revelation. 
that you only created this illusion of separateness to allow us to come to be aware of you in the most deep way, in the most all-encompassing way, in every element of life, to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the deepest, deepest possible way. Baruch Ata Hashem Alekeinu. Umechaya Oisadavar, bringing this thing to life. And therefore, Va'atahu, Melech Ha'olam. We reveal this element of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus, this element of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, Besoch Ve'he'elem, of the hiddenness of this world. This is a bracha. Baruch, we want to be Mamshich, that Ata Hashem Elokeinu, that beyond Elokim, beyond the Tzimtzum, beyond the constriction, Ata Havaya Elokeinu, there's revelation in there, and therefore, Melech Ha'olam. We're revealing and we're being mekabal upon ourselves. You're our Melech, you're present, your kavod fills the world, Malaychal Aretz Kavodai. Can you imagine if we could stop and focus on this? On this interpretation, every time we make a bracha, be a different life. Mamash, a different life. You take a cup of water and you want to make a bracha over it and you stop for a second before just rattling it off. Baruch it's life-changing. Life-changing. If the Baal Shem Tov only came to the world to reveal through his Sadiqim this one interpretation of a bracha, that's it. It would have already changed the whole Yiddishkeit. Mamish. Mamish. I really mean that literally. Sometimes we feel like we need so many teachings and so many books and so many svarim and so many tyrus. The truth is sometimes all you need is like one little tyra, but that it should go amok bifnim. Mamish amok bifnim. And to encounter tzaddikim will help take these teachings and bring them amok bifnim. And then our life has changed and we live differently. And this is one of those tyrants. One little bracha. Baruch ata Hashem aleikeinu melech ha'olam. Hanamash ha'olam ma'alim al-or Hashem. This of the world conceals Hashem's light. Ata hu melech shalahelam hazeh. You're king over this hiddenness. You wanted it this way. Because within the hiddenness at the mayor or in Soif Baruch Hu, you're shining. The infinite light of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're shining. Dafka through the garments of this concealment. And this is also hinted to the Pasuk Edavarim. Which we just read. The things that are hidden are for Havaya, for Yud Kevavkei. But the revealed things, that's for us. And Chazal used this when they say, Don't try to understand what was before the world was created, what was after the world, things that are beyond our ability to understand, beyond time, beyond space, that our minds, our consciousness only works within those constructs. They always use this Pasuk. Leave the hidden things for God. Okay, that's the simple understanding. What a privilege to learn his Torah with you. He says, Hanastar is Havayalikenu. You know what this means? That the hidden things are for Havayalikenu perish. Shan Kadesh Baru Histir Vehelim Lishem Havaya Besoichalikenu. That Hanastarois. Hashem was master. Hashem hid Havaya the shame you'd give off within Elokeinu. That's Hanastarois. Havaya Elokeinu. Hashem hid his. Presence within the concealment of the word Elokim and the shame Elokim and the hiddenness of nature, which is Gematria Hateva, which is Gematria Elokim. You know why? Because the Haniglus Lanu Ulvaninu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this consciously, on purpose, specifically. All the challenges, all the difficulties, all of this that we go through concealment. Why? 
Do you know why? Because the Haniglas. Because the task of revealing Hakadosh Baruch Hu is lanu ulavanenu ad oylem ad soif kaladaris. That's what we're here for. That's the Jewish enterprise. Not my own tikkun and my own alam ha, but katnos galus galus. It's a galus perspective. Is mamish to connect to all of Am Yisrael b'shem Kol Yisrael l'shem Yichud kuchrichu shchinte. It's the same thing to reveal the shchina, to reveal malchus, to reveal the kavod of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's all the same thing to reveal within ourselves, to reveal it within the world at large. The niglas. To find Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to reveal Hakadosh Baruch Hu, lanu ulavenenu ad olam ke avayda zayis hitel Hakadosh Baruch Hu ala Adam. Hakadosh Baruch Hu commanded us to do this ke avayda zayis hitel Hakadosh Baruch Hu ala Adam legalos to reveal kibichol in in olam tamen aravaya v'chias elukus. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is hidden in that experience. And he says, the more a person thinks about this, and we should think about it the whole day, we should walk every step that we take on the street, in our house, out of our house, whatever we're busy with, on whatever level of the human experience that we're experiencing, to be conscious of this, to think about this. The world was created with bara. Man was created with Yatsar. Bara is connected to Choshech. Yatsar is connected to Ar. And the stars, Our job is to reveal the presence of Yudke Vavke that's hidden within Elohim. The more a person is misboning on this all the time, and it's not, that's why I say it's not just a nice Tari, say it over by Sheva Brachos or by Shabbos table. It's all of Yiddishkeit. We can't move without these Tari's. We can't move one inch. The more a person reminds himself of this, naturally is going to be more successful in doing this, in succeeding in this process of revealing Hashem's presence in the world of Paul Yosef, Tachlis, Yitzirasai, and more and more he or she is fulfilling the purpose of their existence. A person can reveal the godliness within himself. To feel the presence and the sweetness of God. When a person is engaging the Torah and Mitzvahs, not just Kemitzvahs HaNashim Lumada, some societal rote experience of the institutionalized experience of Yiddishkeit, but Mamish to realize we're on a mission and Hashem needs us and He needs us more than we need Him, Kiviachal. He sent us here for something, to accomplish something and we can feel the presence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in our Mitzvahs. We can feel the presence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in, in our Limanat Torah. When it comes a Shabbos and it comes a Yantif and we do a Chana and we're preparing and we're leaving and our our whole life is for Yiddishkeit. So our hearts are filled with this incredible, incredible passion and an incredible yearning for HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and, and aware of the light that HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's being revealed within us. But if a person only looks at the world in a way of Gashmias, and a person only looks at the externality of life, and a person doesn't all the time want to seek to connect and to remind oneself of the interiority wherein HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence is revealed beyond the mask of the physical world. When a person is eating or a person is drinking, he's just focused on the physical pleasure. Make sure that he has parnasa. Make sure that his house is misudar and building a nice house and building a third wing. Without any interior understanding of what am I here for? What am I here for? What am I here for? What was I sent to this world to accomplish? Why? 
Why? Which is connected to the princess, which is connected to Malchus. Why? The Tachlis. Why were we sent here? Just on a Gashmir Shitchia's external level, just to fulfill his Taiva. When a person acts in such a way, because it's all Talui in us. And the more we experience the world in a way of Gashmi, the more we cause that the physical element of concealment in the world should be magbir, should be stronger. And the more a person reveals the godliness within the world, the more it's a little bit more revealed in the world. And the more the world becomes closer and closer to Mashiach, which is why the Baal Shem HaKadosh told Mashiach, uh, Mashiach told the Baal Shem HaKadosh that when when your Torah spreads to the whole world, Mashiach will come because the Baal Shem teaches us how to live in such a way. And the more that we live in such a way, the more that it happens. Like the teaching that we sent out through LPI today with Shmuel Braun, where he teaches over there that Mamish, the, the, from the Ishbitzer, that the whole world is a dream. And depending on how we interpret it, that's how it actually is. And so we're sent here to do this, to be holy soldiers of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, Mamish, not for ourselves, but for Hashem, for all of Am Yisrael, for, all, for the whole world, to be connected to the Tachlis, Mamish the Tachlis, like the Tachlis. To reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world, the more we do that, the more it's revealed. says, right, a person that's engaged only in the Gashmias causes the concealment to be stronger. All of his limbs remain physical Gashmias, just creation. You're not a person. Only Am Yisrael, by virtue of the Torah. Otherwise, you're just part of creation and not part of God because the body is the Indian of Elohim which is why the Shem Elohim and Yud Kevavke were utilized in creating man because the body is Elohim is Hester and then Hashemah is the Indian of Yud Kevavke so the more that a person engages in creation and with, and with life on the level of the Guf that's Magbir the Koach HaGuf which is the Indian of creation which is the Indian of Barashas Bara Elohim and Sashmaim but the more a person identifies with the Chelek Elokami Mal Bifnim and a person lives life primarily for the purposes of the Neshama and it's a battle and it's difficult and it's not as easy as I'm making it sound I mean, all of us know this that it's a battle and it's a struggle and it's difficult but at least we know where we're going if we learn about it about what we're trying to accomplish it makes it so much easier but the more a person lives life for the purpose of the soul then you're in Adam, and that's the Indian of Yitzira, and that's the Indian of Yitzir Ar, as opposed to Bayri Chayshach, and it all depends on how we are living. Such a person is not going to be able to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence within himself in that life. And a person is not going to merit to this very lofty, incredible light of Das, of awareness, and to taste the sweetness of God's presence. But a person's mind will become closed and numb and will still be within the standard creation of nature about which is written is bar elikim. It's going to be bar. It's going to be empty. It's going to be void. And it all depends on our consciousness. And Hashem sent the Baal Shem Tov to prepare the world for Mashiach, a time about which the Psukim say, Mala Das is Hashem Kamayim the world will be filled with a clear revelation of godliness. This is what Torahs like this are getting us ready for. Lachain. And we finish with this. Lachain. When a person feels. 
that we don't experience the Ruach Hashem ringing within our souls. And we feel that we cannot perceive godliness. This is a little bit strong. You have to make yourselves a little bit strong to hear this. That on an ultimate level, it's up to us. And it's, it's not anything that Hashem did. It's something that we are doing or not doing to ourselves. It's because of how we're choosing to engage in creation. So of course we're not going to feel like Kaddish Baruch when we put no effort into being conscious when we make our brachas or being conscious when we're eating or going to sleep or, or any other experiences or doing business and, and you know relationships and so on and so forth. It's, it's us. It's on us. And then we come to tefillah and we say, Shalom, why don't I feel you? And Hashem says, I'm here. Right? But you have to create the vessels to allow for the revelation to come to the fore in every aspect of life so that you can be magbir, the shame havaya, which is related to the neshama, over the guf, which is connected to the shame alokim, which is Hester, the yitzira over the bria. And a person has to awaken himself from this. We're going to go two minutes over time. I hope you'll forgive me. We have to get to the end of this important piece. A person needs to wake up from this. There's no better time than today. Today. We were sent to do this today. Today. No matter what the past was. It makes no difference. Today. To change today. And to start to live in such a way. To make a conscious effort when we're eating dinner later, whatever Nakuta, to make a conscious effort to say, you are present in this process, and it is the unique mission of Am Yisrael to reveal the Yitzira within the Bria, the Or the Yud Kevavke within the Shem Elokim. Baruch. To, to draw down that Ata Hashem Elokeinu, and therefore Melech HaOlam. HaNistaroi Hashem Elokeinu, VaHaNiklas Lanu Ulevaneinu. To reveal that. That's our job. And the more a person realizes this, and to engage in the world with pure thoughts, with thoughts that are connected to the Tachlis, without doing this, it's not going to happen. And this is a unique uh, feature of the Tasha Rebbe's Torah, but I think our Chavar is ready for this already. It, it's very Musar-oriented. It's very sharp. It's very strong. But once you understand with how much love and with how much incredible compassion these teachings are giving over and with how, how much sense it makes and how deep and how broad, it makes it a little bit easier. to. But you have to make yourself strong when, when you come to learn these teachings. So he says a very strong thing. You can cry however much you want. No, I, I really want to feel you. I, I, want, I want to feel you. I really want it. You can cry about that. I want to be close to and he says and he says no, but I really mean it in Yiddish you mean it it's not going to practically help you precious as it is real as it is authentic as it is but it's not ultimately going to contribute to the actual practical revelation of a Kaddish Baruch within you why HaKadosh Baruch Hu writes to the Karbi love. You don't need to convince HaKadosh Baruch Hu to draw you close. Hashem wants you to be close with Him much more than He wants Him to be close, than you want Him to be close to you. 
more than you want to come close to Hashem, Hashem wants to be close to you. But the world was created with systems of nature, natural ways in which things happen or don't happen. And this is how Hashem created the world. It is on us. Hashem is standing at the ready, all the time, equally accessible. It's on us. The same way you can't eat matzah and be mechaven for me, and I should be yoytzim my mitzvah with your achilas matzah. You can't put on tefillin for me. Kachi says such a deep thing. Hashem can't be yoytzi us in our chiv of specifically actively participating in the revelation of his light. He can't be yoytzi us with that. It's on us. It's like putting on tefillin. It's like achilas matzah. You could beg your friend as, and say, Mamash, but I want you to be yoytzi me with tefillin. He says, very nice, but I can't. And that's Mamash what it is with our Kaddish Baruch Hashem says, it's on you. It's on me. Just by begging our Kaddish Baruch saying, no, I want to be close to you. Not tefillah. He says, tefillah helps also. He speaks about this in other places. But just to say this without doing anything, to make that a reality in your life. That's very nice. A non-Jew could also want this very much. Why shouldn't he want this? If it comes easy. He also wants Ganeiden. But he doesn't want to do anything in order to make that happen. So it comes with work. It comes with effort. With this will end. That a person needs to wake up. And I don't like speaking in such a way to other chever because it's, it's really speaking to me. So you're just overhearing. But we're all learning from the tzaddik. So it's not, it's not me saying this, giving musr. I could only speak to myself. But, so myself, I need to wake up. I'm going to say me. I need. I need to wake up from my sleep. To change my ways. Should be woken up and shaken. To let go of the taibas haguf. To let go of it, it's empty, it's bar, it's bar, it's void of light, it's void of satisfaction, it's, lo- it's void of meaning, it's void of anything that we want. Forget about what the goof wants and the shama. Well, we don't want it. Let go of it already. Let go of it already. And to take steps to change the way in which we live. Through this, Mamish, this world will be the sweetest, most glorious, revelatory tool to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. Mamish on the level of Elam Haba. A person will be Zoha to the clear Hashkacha, Hashem's presence in his life. And Hashem will fill our hearts with such depth and such illumination. The Eitzes and advice, Hechla of the belief of Shalom, how to serve. Him properly, and to further and further reveal every step we take up, it's going to be a new staircase to, to go and to go and to, and to climb higher and higher. Like we said, through this, we're going to brought Mamish bring Mashiach, like us, through living in this way, not just to talk about it, to live it. We are going to become tremendous. 
tremendous bastions of the Shekhinah's presence that a person looks at us and sees a Gilu Shekhinah. With this Galav, I say, Ra'am al-Chusay alayna b'zman kariv. Ba'az yikuyam ashe'is palana. B'chol t'vilas to Rosh Hashanah. This is the whole Rosh Hashanah, but this will end. M'loich al-kala o'ylam kulay b'chvaydecha. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu should reveal his kingship and reign sovereign over the world and his glory. All of these expressions of a world in which we live in the conscious awareness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we can do that and we can bring that and each and every one of us that is living in such a way where a little chalik of Mashiach the Maranayim the Tzadikim say that each person has a chalik of Mashiach inside of ourselves that means that we need to transform our lives and transform our eyes so that we're already living on the level of Mashiach and Olam Haba even in this world this is the Torah the Baal Shem this in one Torah in one piece it took a little bit of a longer time than I expected and we'll finish now in one piece this is the whole Tyrus Habal Shem. Every teaching that you're going to find in all the thousands of svarim and the millions of pages, it is all just trying to find more and more unique ways to communicate this one truth. If you have this, you have everything. Not you, you already have it. If I have this, I've, if I don't have this, I have nothing. This might be one of the most foundational teachings that I've ever seen in any of the svarim. Mamish, I mean, I, I think the Chabar here will agree with me. This is it. This is my, We have to review this all the time. This is a Torah to take with us. So that we should be Zoycha ultimately. And he finishes here. When we connect to the Neshama within ourselves. Hashem Yisrael Melech. Amen. That we should be able to experience this in a way of actualization to experience this, to live life in this way, so that more and more that we're living this way, we can actually impact the world and reveal the Shekhinah Chevra. This is it. This is the whole thing. This Sefer, Avoidas Avoida, which we're going to be learning a lot from this year, Be'ezer Hashem. This is uh, there's a Sefer that like I began this year with. I'm going to be doing a series of videos with Meaningful Minute every single week, releasing a short, min- uh, a short video. If we can give this over to our children, and if we can give this over to our students, and if we can remind ourselves of this all the time, it's, it changes everything. And this is what kids want. And I'll end with this. They're yearning for depth. They're yearning for big, broad-mindedness. We need to teach them Gemara and Mishnayis and Halacha for sure. But without the Kli of Yerushalayim, we have nowhere to put all of that stuff. It needs a bias. It needs a foundation. It needs a vessel within which to settle. And the vessel is tires like these. So thank you so, so much, Chavra, each and every one of you for joining. Mamish, what a privilege. What a privilege. Wow, yes, Piskami Koydish. Wow, what a privilege. I was able to be there myself once, many years ago. What a privilege. Ashreinu, Ashreinu, Ashreinu. All the chevra, whatever they're saying here in the, in, the, in the notes. It's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. It's so beautiful. Ashreinu, Ashreinu. Baruch means to kneel. Baruch Ata. Ah, we want to make that a Kodesh Baruch who should bend down. What a, what a schus. Okay, so wishing everybody the most amazing Shabbos. This is a phenomenal start to a year that's full of warmth. I have a very good feeling about this winter. I think it's going to be a very warm winter. I don't know physically, but I know that spiritually we have a lot of stuff planned, a lot of programs, a lot of amazing things. Thank you for being a part of it and for journeying with me on this, uh, on this journey. Wishing everybody a most beautiful, beautiful Shabbos and looking forward to seeing you hopefully Tuesday night. Uh, we might switch it to 
Monday night I have to see, we're going to be releasing a schedule of Shir, Be'ezer Hashem, at the beginning of next week, for our Sicha Saran Shir, Vizyat Adishmaya. Okay, Trevor, thank you so much. Tell your friends about LPI. Tell your friends about the Shirim. Share the links. Share the share the Shirim with Trevor. With it could change someone's life, a Torah like this. You hear this thing? It could change your whole life. So we should all be a part of Harbatzas, Hatayra, and Afatzas Hamayonas. Ashrecha, Ashrecha. Thank you so much. Ashreinu, Trevor. Have a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. Ashreinu, Mamash. Ashreinu, Trevor.